Welcome to the Double I Show, Fantasy Island, Fantasy Football Edition coming at you. We're going to start talking about week six. We're going to hit some of our fantasy matchups of week six with me as always. Love it, guys. R.W. King and Bombo. Fellas, how the fuck are you today? Good to be here, sweetie. Good to be here. What's up, Willis? Listeners, what's up? What's going on, guys? How you doing today? All right, guys. So we got some fantasy matchups right now going on. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff today. We're going to talk about our week six fantasy matchups, our week six starts and sits. We're going to throw in a little bit of a curveball, talk about our uh, sleepers. We're also going to talk about our injury reports, unfortunately, our waiver wires. We're going to talk about the last week head to head where R.W. King called me out about what I was Talking about with Kenny Pickett versus Matthew Stafford as a start for the week. Bombo has the stats. He's been keeping track, so he's the gatekeeper for this one. So we got an action-packed episode for you today, and we're just going to go ahead and get into it right now. We're going to talk about the Bills and the Chiefs. This is going to be our fantasy matchup of the week, guys. So let's just kind of get at it. Let's talk about the relevancy of each position And let's just look at it from a head-to-head standpoint. So I'm going to go ahead and throw it to Bombo. And let's talk about quarterback, Bombo. Who do you think has the edge, Mahomes or Allen? Ooh, that's a heavyweight fight right here, right? This is the the rematch of of last year's barn burner. Man, I mean, I got to pick one. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Josh Allen just for the, the the lack of a running game and him being the running game on that. But man, it's, it's real close because I know we talked about it last week with Mahomes is really responsible for a lot of their goal line touchdowns, right? He may not be jumping over the pile like Josh Allen is, but his creativity at the goal line and, and the play calling is really what makes him their goal line threat. But Josh Allen just could take off with his legs at any time. But I mean, I'm expecting four touchdowns out of each of them at least, you know, so I'll give a slight, I'll give a slight edge to Josh Allen just because of the rushing yards. I think they'll be there. And that's not unheard of too, because both of them had four touchdowns last week. And so going into this matchup, like you said, it's a, it's definitely a heavyweight type of match, right? And we don't have heavyweight bouts like this kind of anymore. And so it's really nice to see both of these guys going in, just having monster games, each one of them. So yeah, I, I, I agree with you 100%. This is going to be a tough one to call. If I had to bet on anybody, I'm going to bet on Mahomes personally, only because I I mean, Mahomes has done it before, that type of thing. I mean, this guy just kind of rises to every occasion. And we've seen where Allen kind of just, he struggles sometimes. He Everybody has those games, but I, I think Allen is more more prone to them. But again, either one that you pick, it's it's not impossible to to say that it's the right choice, right? Either one is the right choice. We, we need to make sure and understand in any of these matchups with this game is whose defense is stepping up right now. And really the only thing that Kansas City has to me as far as rushing the quarterback is Chris Jones always. He's just a beast. But Buffalo's hurt too. So sort of take those things into consideration when we're talking about these things, guys. You know what I mean? And, you know, who knows? Maybe it is going to be one of those shootouts, that heavyweight fight that Bamba was talking about, like the divisional last year. You know, but I just, I don't know, man. I got To me, I got a funny feeling this is going to be a low-scoring game. Everybody thinks it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a tough game. I think it'll be a good game. 
just because there's not a lot of points scored. I know fantasy sort of, you know, sucks on the balls that week, but you know, sometimes football's good that way. You know, and I I say low scoring, probably like 28, 27, 28, 26, something like that. And that's not even low scoring, but for them it is because they're <laughs> in the forties and fifties, you know, but that's true. I mean, it's, I don't know, man. I just, uh, you know, when, when you guys are talking about your picks for the quarterback here, I, I, I don't even know who to pick. You know, it, I think I got sides on both sides. You know what I mean? And yeah. Shit, it, you can make arguments up. for both sides. And Kansas City's offensive line is playing really good right now. You know, I think they're playing a little bit better than Buffalo's, and but Josh Allen just takes off running and no one could tackle him. So uh, I don't know, man. I just, I hope it's a good game. I, I, I do too, King. But since you're already up to bat right now, why don't we go ahead and start transitioning into the running backs for both teams? Who do you think has the edge fantasy-wise in the, in the backfield for, for these two teams? Well, I think fantasy-wise, obviously the edge is probably going to go 100% to Kansas City. You know, real football-wise, not really sure. They're probably about close to even. But unfortunately, Josh Allen takes up a lot of that space, room, yardage, carries for the running backs. You know, I think sometimes they try to make a concerted effort to get Devin Singletary going. You know, James Cook had a little blast run last week in junk time, 30-yard touchdown run or something. But they just don't put an emphasis on running the ball the way they should, and they're just a non-running team. Kansas City, sometimes they impress me. And to me, I think their best runner this year is Jarek McKinnon. But it's hard to roster a guy like McKinnon because he's probably touchdown dependent. You know, and then yeah. if you got lucky and you... You took Clyde Edwards Elair this year, and he's leading the league in touchdowns. He's got another one or two this week. So, I mean, the guy's scoring every week, but he doesn't get any yardage. So, if you're looking for that touchdown guy and getting a quick 10, you know, 12 points, something like that, that's probably your guy. But, you know, it's tough in these leagues. And sometimes like you want a guy with more upside. Yeah, you know, I mean, you just you look at, you know, different guys and, you know, talking about these two teams, I don't know if any of these fantasy running backs really have that much upside. But I think if you're looking at who outweighs one or the other, even fantasy relevancy, I think until they get James Cook going, which I think once he gets cooking, get it? Anyway, yeah, he'll be fine. Say, yeah. But And they'll be a lot better running the ball. But right now you got to see McKinnon's probably the best runner out of them all. Edwards Hilaire has had his moments too, and that's because the offensive line is just opening up huge holes. He was getting 20, 30 yard gashes on some runs. You know, so, and that's not a credit to Edwards Hilaire. He's not making four or five guys miss, breaking six tackles and shit like that. It's the, the line just smashing everybody. So, you, you know, you know what's I, kind of funny? I think fantasy too? wise, Kansas City, but, you know, I don't think they're going to make it that much a difference in the game. You know, what's what noticeable too, right? So, you know, McKinnon, you, you talk about which, you know, it's, you're right. You're right a hundred percent about that. But a couple of weeks ago, they really ran the ball with Pacheco and Pacheco really started to emerge and show what he can do. And he had a hell of a week, two weeks ago, but then this past week, he was non-existent. He had one touch for zero yards, and then it looked like he was in the doghouse or something, and they just didn't play him the rest of the time, and he's not on any injury. What report. do I tell you about rookies all the time? Why do they stay off the field? It has nothing to do with their running ability. He missed an assignment or something. They no, don't because, walk. They don't pick yeah, up the he, blitz. He has to go against Chandler Jones and Max Crosby this past two, this past week, so I can understand him not being in there. But fun, we bring up Pacheco, and 
King, you brought up James Cook. I think both of these teams are set up pretty good at the running back position once they dump the, uh, you know, these bad contracts and some of these guys that really couldn't find their footing on these offenses. So I'm not saying well, Clyde Edwards in there. Bad is, contracts, Bombo. They just, they keep these guys around because they, I mean, they haven't like, I know Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, they're still on their rookies and they yeah. haven't got re-upped. Clyde Edwards Alaire is only in his third year, so he hasn't been re-upped. McKinnon's probably making league minimum, so they're not running a lot of money there, but Man, I just I agree with you. Get Pacheco in there and get James Cook going. Those are the that's the upside. You know, that's the so for, for all you dynasty team. guys out there. For all you dynasty there you guys go. out there, yeah, when dynasty. those guys take over the backfield, whether it be next year or these offenses are going to take that next leap because both those guys we described are, are three down backs. Absolutely, absolutely, and and the reality is is Andy Reid knows he's got a gem. And I think Buffalo does too, but Buffalo really hasn't, I don't know, they haven't shown the kid enough. And he got a little bit in the doghouse in, in the preseason. He missed a couple blocks, got the quarterback eat up a couple times. But All right, guys. All right. So let's go and start talking about tight end. Bombo, who do you have winning this tight end matchup? <laughs> as, as if there's really even any 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 chance of that actually being a con travis kelsey and if you drafted dawson knox you probably are already looking for his replacement on the waiver wire a couple weeks ago so travis kelsey stop it if you haven't even pulled the trigger on that one right fucking four touchdowns last week but he had four touchdowns in 30 yards Something, Something like, like that. that, dude. Yeah, it was. He's addicted to touchdowns. That was the alert I got from one of my things. Travis Kelsey addicted to touchdowns. What is that fucking shit? All right, guys. So let's talk about this receiving core for both sides, right? On one end, it's kind of a motley crew, kind of like us, where we're just kind of a ragtag group. And on the other end, you guys, you got some some more refined, really solid guys that are, are well established in the league within the Buffalo Bills in their core. So Bombo, who do you got this week as having the edge for the wide receivers? I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills just off the star power and the big game ability. We saw Valdez Scantling this past week for the Chiefs catch a few good passes, a lot of third down conversions, took the top off a couple of times, but never got in the end zone, never was really close to getting in the end zone. I'm not really seeing the receivers get involved too much in Casey's offense as far as catching touchdowns. I know we're used to seeing Tyreek Hill take something, you know, slant 90 yards for a touchdown. I, I'm not saying they don't have the guys that can do that. I think the guy that could do that is Sky Moore. They're trying to get him involved a little bit more. For fantasy purposes, I hope it's a Sky Moore breakout game because there's not too much film on him. And I think they're waiting to probably unleash him at a time at the right time. This is the best time of any. But give me the Buffalo Bills, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis. And you can, they always plug and play whoever is going to come in and that as that third receiver also gets on the on the board. So, yeah, I think it could be a shootout either way. Just when it comes down to fantasy purposes, more Buffalo receivers catch touchdowns and more, you know, valuable touches. I agree. I think that, you know, Buffalo definitely has a star power. But I just keep looking at at what Mahomes said, like after week one or week two. And he just basically said, I were reiterating the fact that we're the position of receiver is going to be receiver by committee this year. And he's really showing that. And I think that every week there's a couple guys that really step up. I mean, in the last game, Valdez Gandling had six six catches for 90 yards. Hardman had four catches for 73, a couple sweeps. So they're moving the ball. 
You know, these guys are moving the ball and no one can really key on anybody. So the other part is, and I don't know if you guys realize this, but the last couple of seasons, they've taken away the deep look from him because of Tyreek Hill. And they, they'd always had the two deep coverage. They're not doing that anymore because there's no Tyreek Hill. He's going to start popping some big ones. So the reality is, is Valdez Scanling, as long as he could catch it, because you saw one, you guys had to be watching the game the other day, and he just frying pan, his hands went right through his hands. That's his he did knock. it twice. He, just, his hand, he did it twice. Yeah, his hands aren't the best. So yeah. he's going to drop a couple of them. That's why Aaron Rodgers wouldn't throw to him. You know what I mean? Because if we drop one, he wouldn't see the ball again for three games. You know, so... Mahomes isn't that way, but I think there's so many guys and even backup tight ends and everything else they're throwing at everybody here. It's just hard to key on anybody. And I think it's like Bombo said, it's it's Mahomes' creativeness here. So I'm going to go out and I'm going to jump on the Kansas City by committee wide receiver core in this game because I think that's really what's going to happen. They're not going to lock down one guy. There's not one guy to lock down other than Travis Kelsey. Okay, so he won't get his yardage. He'll just get another four touchdowns. I mean, <laughs> 30 yards. Okay. Everybody else will get the yardage, add up three guys, it equals two guys, and Kelsey will get four touchdowns again. It's just whatever they have to do to win. And I think it's, you know, like, like Bombo said, it's the, the head of the snake is what's fucking making everything work. So it's Patrick Mahomes and those wide receivers, and I'm going to pick them this week. You know, it's not a bad call. It's not a bad pick, especially since everybody talks about the week that Gabe Davis had, right? But let's put this into perspective. He had only three catches for 171 yards and two touchdowns. Do you really think that he's going to be able to kind of repeat that? I doubt that. There's, I mean, how many guys can repeat that type of outing two weeks in a row? It's just, it's not possible. So from a fantasy standpoint, I got to say, yeah, KC probably has the better matchup only because of the fact that you got to spread the ball and who are you going to guard and guys are just going to get those, those, you know, eight yard slants, those, those 10 yard pickups, those little things that's going to be, you know, death by a thousand cuts type of thing versus that big over the top play. Kansas city likes to blitz a lot and they have very young corners. They have a second year guy and a rookie. And they're going to leave one of those guys one-on-one with Stephon Diggs. I think Stephon Diggs should have a pretty good game. You know what I mean? But like you said, I mean, it's lightning in a bottle with Gabe Davis. I wouldn't put it past him. He could do that shit again. But, you know, the chance of him doing it probably won't be that easy. But, I mean, watch too. I mean, still, Josh Allen, even when Gabe Davis was hurt, I don't know who the fuck else he's throwing to, but that fool's throwing for 400 yards. And Diggs is getting 150 of them. So there's 250 somewhere else. Isaiah McKenzie, you know, whoever else, all these other guys, they got Shakir, the kid they got out of Boise or whatever it is, wherever he came from. So he's stepping up a little bit. So, I mean, it's. I hope it's a good game, guys. I just hope it's a good game. My coconuts are, I'm throwing my coconuts out there with Buffalo secondary kind of hurting. No Micah Hyde, no Poyer for the past two games. The, that too high safety look, if there's any holes in that or any flaws when they put those some inexperienced guys back there, watch out for Sky Moore. They try to get him open on that this past this past week against the Raiders on a couple of those and a couple of bubble screens. They're trying to get him the ball. I think they they know if they get him in space, he can make things happen. So 
Watch out. I agree. I think that the long shots are going to open up soon, man. I'm with you, Bombo. Excellent, excellent takes, guys. Uh, well, I guess that's going to pretty much wrap up our fantasy matchup of week six. There's going to be a lot of craziness. I really hope it's going to be a shootout. I really hope it's going to be a hell of a game. But it could also be kind of like what King said. It could be a tight one, even though it's going to be 28, you know, 21 type of game. That's tight for these two teams because these teams with their capabilities and what they can do, they can strike hard and they can strike fast. So, yeah, I can't wait for this matchup, guys.